0: Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, everybody who is listening right now. Thank you for clicking on this episode today. My name is Chantel, and I'm your host today on Faithful Action. So today, I wanted to come at you with a testimony and the revelation that I had because of this testimony. Right, so very recently, it was a few days ago, I fell into a sin that I've been doing very good at fighting lately. I fell back into a sin that God makes very clear he doesn't like. um, And it was a sort of sexual sin, right? I fell into a certain act and, you know, I didn't understand how I fell into this act. I I realized that I am a very emotional person. Um, so I, when I make decisions, I feel like I'm very intuitive when I make decisions. And, you know, I think that's a way that God talks to me through my intuition. I think my intuition is a gift from God. But because of that, I work a lot based on my feelings and how I feel in a situation but that can also be a downside as well because my feelings can start to take over when I know between right and wrong. You know, sometimes when something feels so good, you want to do it even though you know it's not right. But when something doesn't feel good but you know you have to do it, you don't want to do it because you don't feel like it. So that's the problem with um, working off of feelings too much. So it was just in the moment and, you know, I felt good and I felt in love. Um, but the thing is, when you're not married to the person, this gift of sex is not meant to be shared with someone else. Um, it wasn't sex that I fell into, I shouldn't even go into that much detail. But, um, when you, anything, any act that's even relevant or even relates to that topic, you know, you can't fall into that. Um, no matter who it is, no matter how close you feel with that person, it's meant to be with someone who you are married to. That's a topic for another day. So I fell into this and, um, you know, I knew that it was going to affect me and I knew that I would, I don't know. I knew that I was going to be upset because of this, because every time that I fall back into something that I know is not right. And that's something that I struggle with the most because I am dating somebody, Um, I think I get stuck with that a lot and it makes me feel so bad after I'm like, God, I just, just last night I'm sitting here praying to you and I'm feeling the Holy Ghost over my life. I'm feeling just your presence in my life. And I feel so good praying to you and knowing that you're there for me. And yet somehow I still fall into sin. You know, and I guess that shouldn't even be surprising because, you know, the Bible talks about how we are not perfect, but we should work to be perfect. But I'm like, how do I get so stuck in the moment? How did I get so stuck in that moment that I forgot how seriously God takes a sin? How could I in the moment just forget that God knows everything that I'm doing? How could I just forget in the moment like that, you know, that I'm disappointing God and that I'm doing something that doesn't make him happy? Right, I went through so many of these feelings, and um, you know, I didn't know how I could let this happen again, you know, but it's because I was trying to go based on what I wanted to do, and that's not what God wants me to do. so ultimately, that I got the revelation that I had out of this was that we cannot let our mind drift away from God. That our mind, it always needs to be focused on God, that we always need to have him at the center of everything that we do. That during the day, even if you get stuck for a few hours with the wrong people, listening to the wrong music, watching a certain TV show that encourages um, anything that's unholy, really, you start to feel like a different person, a different person. That might sound a little bit dramatic. I'm sorry if that does sound dramatic, but it's, it's true. You know, you start to forget. You start to kind of be into that moment a little bit more. I wanted to share a quick Bible verse with everybody. It is in Luke 9, 23. Uh, It's also somewhere else in the Bible. I believe in Matthew, but it says, and he said unto them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. This was uh, a quote by Jesus, from Jesus, by the way. I'm sorry. So let me say that one more time. This quote is from Jesus himself in the Bible. And he, being Jesus, said unto them, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Daily right? And I would even go even further than that. So he says daily we need to take up our cross, but this is diligent work right here. This is um what this whole v- video, what this whole episode is all about. It's about diligently seeking him. So daily, yes, we need to pray daily. We need to pick up this cross and, you know, commit to him daily. But this is like an, this is a lifestyle. <laughs> you know, ultimately being a Christian and Having God in your life, it's a lifestyle because God comes inside of you and he changes you. And I just want to point out that once you really have, once Jesus has really come into your life and once you know God, you change, right? So, yes, you will be saved by faith, but once you really feel that faith in Jesus, you know, his anointing over your life, you will want to change, you will want to change. So when someone says that um they believe in Jesus, but they're still doing all the things that they used to do and they don't feel, I guess, bad about it. Guilt is not from God. But I mean, if you don't feel a little bit convicted when you do something that you know God doesn't like, I don't know if you can really say that you found God. You know. And there's so many verses just about diligence in the Bible, I wanted to find one, but I couldn't find the one that was really sticking out to me. You know, um sorry, so one is Proverbs 423. It says, Watch over your heart with all diligence, for f- for from it flowed the springs of life. You know, our heart it our heart can be so deceiving. Our heart is where emotions come from and our heart, you know, it, it tells us what we want, but it's God who tells us what we need. So we really need to watch over our, our heart and know that it's focused on God and that God is what we want, that our heart wants. You know, be diligent to present yourself approved to God. Proverbs eight seventeen. I love those who love me and those who diligently find me. So I guess I just wanted to say, you know, don't start to slack in praying to God. We need to pray always. We need to always be in his presence. We need to always keep him in our thoughts and, you know, in our life too. We need to really keep him around. Because once we stop worshiping for just an hour, we can start to forget how great his anointing is. And then we fall. The beautiful thing about God is that he does not forsake us when we fall. He doesn't. That doesn't mean sin as much as you want and go do whatever you want. But God, he does not forsake us. He understands how tough it is. That's, um, well, that's one of the next episodes that I want to talk about as well, but you know, I kind of just want to say too why this is so important. And it's because life with Jesus is the path to God. And if you don't have God in your life, it's like you're missing out on having your whole mind renewed. It's like you're, you're missing out on being able to discern between the truth and being able to discern between someone who could be out to get you and being able to Work how he intended you to when we live in the spirit, we have God's discernment and aren't easily distracted by our surroundings. That's what I wrote, and um, it's true. Having God in your life, he everything that you want and desire in your heart that you might not even know you desire yet, God knows, and once you follow him, he gives you all those things. So, having God in your life, you do not lose anything, but instead, you have someone who has a bird's eye view of the entire world and everything that's going to happen. And he has complete control over everything that's going to happen. So that's why it's important to try to keep Jesus close in your life and to be diligent and follow through with your prayers, follow through with the things that you tell God that you're going to do. You know, so I guess I just want to conclude this and say, keep God at the center of all of your ways keep God at the center of all the things that you do. Always keep him in mind. Always keep him in worship, everything. And from personal experience, stay out of your emotions. God has us in limits for our good. Show your faith by following them. Show your faith by following the limits, by following the limits that God has set for you and the things that God wants us to do. Um, let me actually open up hold on where's my bible right now oh it's right next to me so it's galinthians chapter 6 verse 9 i'll give you a second to get there too it's kind of a short verse but it's okay so galatians Chapter 6 verse 9. And let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not, if we don't go if we don't give up. So we cannot get tired. We cannot start to give up with the things that God has called us to do with our well-doings. We cannot start to give up. For in due season we shall reap. In due season. Now, what's the thing about in due season? In the season that it is supposed to happen, that is a limit set by God. Because God set up the limits of time and of space and gravity and everything. You know, so, in due season we shall reap. God says in... um a certain passage, I'm sure many times that he says, oh, in three days, you shall go and do this. That is a time limit set by God. God sets limits on the things that he wants us to do at what time he wants us to do them. And we need to live in those times. But the thing is, we're not just living in those times and we don't gain anything. We gain the glory of God, the love of God, the mercy and the forgiveness of God. But also we reap And when you reap, that is like the harvest is there. You gain reward as well. So all of this effort that we put in towards following God and trying to be diligent in our work towards him, it rewards us as well. Our soul craves him. And that's one more point um, that I wanna make as well. Just another quick testimony that happened to me recently. I really pray that someone can just um, benefit from hearing this so it was the day after new year's this year it was a saturday so it was a sabbath day and um i had a very good new year um i'm pretty sure i spent it by myself i think i just spent it by myself and spent a lot of time just praying and um worshiping i felt very led and just i well not led but i felt really good um so it's the next day, and it's a Sabbath day. And I'm thinking about it the day before. I'm thinking about this on New Year's, and I'm like, oh man, God, what am I supposed to do? It's a Sabbath day. I just started off the New Year, but my mom wanted to do returns um, from Christmas. She wanted me to come with her because she loves shopping. So I'm like, okay, God, I will find time to glorify you. I'll find some way to talk about you. I'm going to make this time worth it because it didn't feel right for me to bail on. My mom like that. I should know better by now um, about the Sabbath and everything. But that's not what happened. I went to bed late last night, that night, uh, woke up, didn't have the time to pray that I usually would like to. Um, I usually wake up with enough time that I can pray and enjoy my prayer and not feel rushed by it. You know, so that's something that I do just to show God that I'm, you know, I'm with him. That I'm accepting him to be with me. But I was so tired that I didn't really have enough time to pray. And My mom was there and I was running late. So I got in the car and we left. And you know, hours went by. Hours of this went by. And I'm at the store. And I start to feel myself getting frustrated. And my spirit wanted me to yell out. You know, like praise God. All I want to do is pray right now. I started to just feel so angry i was bothered i'm like snapping and i don't even need to be snapping you know um not disrespectfully but like my tone it was just different you know you know when you're really hungry or something and like you're just not in the mood like that was me i was just not in the mood and it was because my spirit really wanted god at that time i was really just Craving his presence and was upset that I was stuck in the world when I just wanted to be with him on his Sabbath day You know, I was supposed to be keeping it holy But instead i'm shopping looking at things for myself walking around stores listening to all the random music that they play in those stores And I was really upset and you know Why I was getting so anxious and everything. It was because I was not diligent in praying to God. It was because I did not have God at my center. And have you ever noticed? It even says this somewhere in the Bible that, you know, you will get out a devil, right? And then the devil is out and he's looking for somewhere to go. He's looking for rest, but he can't find any. So instead he tries to go back to you. He goes back to the person where he once was with. And finds everything clean and swept. So he says, Oh, bring seven others and they try to attack. Have you ever noticed that when you sin, that when you fall down and it's bad, you fall down and then all of a sudden crazy thoughts come into your head. Like things that haven't even that haven't even been relevant to your life anymore. And that happened to me one time. I fell and it was so bad like my fall and um I felt so guilty and all of a sudden I had all these just crazy thoughts run into my head and I knew that it was from the devil because it was thoughts that I haven't even thought by my own will in so long you know so that's kind of a point that I want to make right now too is um that because I didn't have God at my center during that day that I was shopping you know, that day i was angry and i was being way more impatient than i normally would be but the way i was acting this bitterness that i was holding it was a way that i used to act before i had god in my life it was something that was more normal for me because i didn't have as much joy in my life so you know, really, I just want to tell you to always keep God at the center of everything you do. To always make time to pray. You know, even if it's something small that you do to keep him at your center. Um, Well, I guess this isn't too small. But something that I did just to keep God closer to me was I found a lot of really good Christian artists. Um, I don't know if I should mention them. I don't really know what the standards are for copyright. But I found... Well, actually, you might not even like the same music I like. But I found a lot of really good Christian artists that I really like. The production, their sound is similar to music that I listen to in the world, but they all glorify God. So one thing that I did to make sure that God was always in my heart and I was not being misled was finding Christian artists because I love music and listening to music is something that you know, I'll just put on in the background. It puts me in a good mood. So finding those artists, it definitely helped to clear up a lot of my headspace and helps me to go through a lot of my music and realize that when I listened to it, my whole mood would change. That it made me want to go back to the way that I was living before. And um, that's something that I didn't want to have on this journey with God. So just find something small that you do. Find something that you like and try to incorporate God into it because not everything, I think there's a misconception that if God is in it, like, it can't be fun. I don't know. Does anyone else have those kind of kinds of feelings? Because I don't know if that's, I, that's something that I definitely carried over from the world where it was um, a misconception that I had about God. It was a misconception I had about him because I thought that, oh, if you had God and if you were praying that it it wasn't gonna be fun. but the thing is, I love praying now, and I love talking to God, and I love um reading I love reading his word and finding just like some doesn't even have to be a major revelation, but just learning something new, and um you know being with God it does not it's not a burden. So if you look at your relationship with God as a burden you are you don't have a good relationship with God Being a Christian is not a religion In my opinion being a Christian means that you live as a mirror image well we le- we are made in the image of God but being a christian is really following what Jesus did and following what Jesus preached and it's having a relationship with God more than going to church and everything God created us as um in the image of him before a priest before church and i got that from another video so i can't take credit there but um that's how God made us he didn't make us to live in to go to a church every week and to do this, this and that he made us to have a relationship with him So, yeah, if you don't have God in your life yet, I pray that you seek Jesus himself because only through Jesus Christ can we find God. Thank you so much for listening to my rant today. I pray that somehow it could help somebody uh, just to be encouraged to keep being diligent in their faith, to keep being diligent in seeking God, because it's not something that we can just say that we do and then we go and live our own way. Uh, it can't be something we say that we do, but we don't spend time doing it because if you are not being more than, um, daily holding your cross and following Jesus, you are more likely to fall. So I pray for all of you right now that you can be diligent in your faith, um, that you can be diligent in your prayer and that you are not easily misled by the word, by the world around us. Thank you for listening. And, um. Stay blessed